on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Hi there folks, you're watching Ticker Today, I'm Aaron Young and today we're discussing the future of the Republican Party as we head towards the all-important 2024 presidential election. For more, we're joined by Bruce Walpy from the US Study Center. Bruce, we've spoken about Donald Trump. What about the rest of the contenders for this as well? How are they going? I mean, they're very much in Trump's shadow still. Uh, those that are, that are criticizing Trump, I think, are on, on really ice, uh, thin ice uh, going into this. So Chris Christie, for example, Nikki Haley, to a certain extent, uh, they're not getting support. They're, they're pulling at one, two percent. I think a person who could get traction is uh, Tim Scott, the black senator from South Carolina, uh, who pre presents a very conservative message in a very compassionate rapper, rapping. And being an African-American senator, I think there's a, a, a cross appeal that works with Republican voters. And then there's Mike Pence, the former vice president. And Mike Pence is just viewed as someone who acted treasonously against a traitor to Trump. And I think I don't understand how he thinks he's going to win the nomination among Republican voters who strongly support Trump. So I don't think he's going to get very far. Uh, and other than that, you have a, a whole bunch of also rans, Asa Hutchinson, governor of Arkansas, a couple of other people. Um, I don't think it, it's, it's going to be Trump. DeSantis, Tim Scott as really being the serious contenders as this thing uh, strengthens and narrows. Have you been surprised how long it has taken many of the candidates to actually stand up uh, and to uh, put their name forward? And is that because they've all been concerned about the Trump factor? No, on the, on the contrary, I feel like we're about two weeks away from the Iowa caucuses. I've never seen this intensity of reporting on, the, on a Republican primary or Democrat, any primary, uh, this far out from when those elections are being, uh, will occur. I, there's just day-to-day -day reporting at such a level of scrutiny about what they're doing, who's ahead, what are the polls, and no polls taken at this time are predictive of what happens in November, 2024. But it, it, the, the press is absolutely, the media is absolutely focused on this, and they made it a, a horse race that goes on every day and will continue for months and this is, that is unprecedented as far as I can see. Talk to us about how those other Republican contenders are dealing with Trump's federal charges. I've seen some of them have criticized him, others are criticizing the system. It's a pretty difficult situation for them, isn't it? It is a difficult situation, but I think most of them, and certainly most of the heavier hitters, are saying that we believe that uh, Biden has weaponized the Justice Department to take Trump down, that this is election interference. This is um, corrupt and immoral. And uh, so they haven't broken with Trump. And I think that is a pretty strong front. And it, it works to his advantage, of course. But then you say, well, why are they doing that? And they're doing it, I think, because many of them are afraid of alienating the Trump base and having those voters angry at them and harming their political careers. So there, I don't see anything stopping this wave of support for Trump that really started emerging after the first indictments in New York a couple months ago. I read today that Trump is facing something like 400 years behind bars. That is an incredible situation. Obviously, he's not going to be uh, serving that. Uh, uh, he would be serving that concurrently, I should say, those charges. Um, but to have a presidential candidate facing that really means he's got to fight as hard as he can. He's pointing to say Joe Biden's got his hands all over this. What's your view on that? Well, I, I think uh, 
Trump is um, actually one of the most honest politicians I've ever seen because he is true to his word about how he feels and what he wants to do. Uh, and, and I think he, um, because he believes in his heart, he's not guilty of anything and he's not trying to hide anything. It's the perfect phone call with the officials in Georgia. It's the perfect phone call with President Zelensky in Ukraine. He, he thinks he can beat this rap. And if he doesn't beat it in court, it's because the courts are corrupt and he wins in the court of public opinion. So nothing is going to dissuade Trump, keep him under wraps, uh, distract him. Uh, he is a heat-seeking missile. He never retreats. He never concedes. He never admits guilt. He never backtracks. He never apologizes. That's Donald Trump. Never complain, uh, never explain. What about a civil war within the Republican Party on this issue, though? I don't think so. I just don't, I just don't see it happening. I mean, that would be a civil war in the Republican Party would be if Chris Christie became the nominee. Chris Christie is Trump's strongest um, critic uh, on the Republican stage. That's not going to happen. The, the, the Republican Party will change away from Trump if Trump is defeated, if Trump is nominee and, 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 and is defeated in November 2024. If he doesn't make the nomination or if he gets the nomination and Biden beats him in, in 2024, then the Republican Party will, will finally come to grips with the fact that under Trump, they're a loser. Therefore, yeah. they have to change away from Trump. And yeah, yeah. All right, Bruce Walpe, as always, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aaron. And that is a program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'm Aaron Young. I hope to see you soon.